Every team, every topic, everywhere, this is Believe. Hello, hello, and welcome to Bravo East Coast Housewives. I'm your girl, Kim. Hello, my Bravo believers. And today, drum roll, please. We have three very dear friends on the show with me. Give it up for them. First off, we have our gal, Shelly Lou, back on the show. What's up, Shelly? What's up? All right. Now, we have... Newbie on the podcast, my gal, Emily Acuna. What's up, Emily? Hey. Hey, hey. And then first guy on the show, Honey, okay? My man, Darvell Jones. What's Yo, up? what's up? Hello, hello. <laughs> All right, guys. Yes, thank you so much for being on the show. Now, um, we have a lot to talk about as far as New York goes. I know with some of the segments that I have with the What the Bravo, it's literally just what's happening in the Bravo world. Now, I'm just going to make some quick notes to our peeps because I know that y'all are into the New York housewives, but I got a few other housewives. But if any of you want to chime in with the information I'm spewing out to the world, let me know and just cut right in. All right. So first off, for What the Bravo specifically, things that I found out, (sighs) Vicki Gunvalson. Are any of you uh, fond of uh, Vicki Gumbelson? Because she is the queen. She's a treat. Okay. She <laughs> is a treat. She is like Halloween every day. Like, she's sweet. She's sour. She's everything. She's everything. So, I find out they're filming. Well, obviously, they're not filming anymore. They're on hold to film the OC Housewives season 15. However... Vicky goes on Instagram and she's basically saying that the OC taping, like the show should really just be done because she's not on it. Oh, Vicky. Yes. This is what Bravo does to people. It is amazing. She is the bomb ass bitch. Like she created Andy Cohen's job. If we remember her saying that at the reunion, she is the apple of my eye. And, you know, we just need to keep giving more Vicky Gumbelsons across the world. Love. Also, Real Housewives of Beverly Hills premiere, OMG, we'll definitely get into that probably more so next week. Need to know all the secrets, but found out ratings went down for the premiere without Lisa Vanderpump, which means, hello, bring Lisa back on the show. Public service announcement from me. And also, one of our New Jersey gals just said on her Instagram that she's feeling so much better because apparently she was uh, diagnosed with the virus on April 8th. That's Jennifer Aiden. And she's saying that her husband's kicking ass with his doctoral stuff because he's a plastic surgeon. And what did she quote? She says... And people wonder why a plastic surgeon is still working and how he has access to tests. It's not all about the ass and the tits, people. My baby's saving lives, and I'm very proud of him. Jennifer, we miss you. Um, You're a jewel. We're so thankful that you are better. Keep doing your shit. Thanks, Bill Aiden, for doing your shit, too. Okay, so that's little tidbits of what the Bravo. Now, we're going to get in to the kick-ass thing, the main event, third episode new york honey all right so let's get started now guys 
from this episode, was there anything specifically that like jumped out at you and you were like, holy shit or no or yes, everything. Give me more. Yeah, I think a couple of things like uh, stuck out to me being as clueless as I am about what Real Housewives is besides the name. Uh, I was surprised to see that moment, I guess, kind of, I think it was like towards the beginning of the episode where they were at the winery or something yes. and they were the having brunch. drinks and like, they all opened up and then the one chick uh, who was married to Morgan, right? Oh, Sonia. She yeah, is- she she uh, she just rambled around about all these things that seem, you know, completely like superficial and surface level and like everybody's looking confused and distraught. And, and most times you'll think that like if somebody else breaks the ice and says something vulnerable, that everybody's just going to follow suit because they kind of break that fourth wall or whatever. But right. Yeah, she just ignored it completely, which is hilarious because I've been in situations like that where I've seen people do the same exact thing. Oh, my gosh. See, with Sonia, I mean, Emily, I saw your face. You were getting so into what he was saying. What are your thoughts? Because I feel like you're thinking the same thing that I'm thinking. Yeah. Um, I don't know. Like when I was sitting there, it was just like, oh, wow, this is so refreshing. Like Ramona's opening (laughs) up, which normally she doesn't really do a whole lot. And, like, everyone else was just, like, taking it and, like, being, like, oh, yeah, this about me, this about me. And then here's Sonia just, like, creeping in and being, like, oh, yeah, my wallpaper. Yeah. Like, your, your wallpaper. I'm sorry. Like, what the <laughs> fuck? <laughs> it blew my mind, honestly. Oh, my God. It was so funny because, okay, well, I personally think – Whenever Ramona was talking about how she's like, I just, I don't know where I'm going on with my life. Like, I don't know where I'm going. Like, I'm just trying to figure it out. Like, I'm alone. And it's so funny because if we recall her tagline, her tagline is, I don't need to find love. I love myself. And in my mind, I'm like, Ramona, you're literally confessing that you you don't want to be alone anymore. But like your tagline's totally the opposite direction. But this is what the Ramona coaster is. She's all over the place. She's I don't even understand. Like she A hypocrite. Shelly, tell us more. (laughs) No, not at all. But honestly, she's just divine. And yes, with Sonia literally just rambling, I think even Dorinda said, Ramona wanted everyone to be vulnerable. Then we have Sonia talking. What the hell is she talking about? None of us know. But that's literally what Sonia does. And then just wait until we get to whenever they're at that short little man's big ass mansion because sonia oh sonia getting going off the rocks oh my god sonia was a mess oh my god it was insane but before we get there so i have some other things that i um took notes about because that's just what i do so we find out that Tinsley is opening up a little bit more about her boyfriend, Bruce, who apparently she's not with anymore because she's hooked up with Scott. She's engaged, people. I also found it super duper funny that Leah, who's the youngest housewife right now, she had to tell Sonia, like, a fuckboy is not a good thing. It's kind of a bad thing. And this is why Sonia and Ramona, they're just the gift that keeps on giving, literally. Uh, <laughs> Sonia said, I, I think she said something like, a fuckboy? does that mean he's like your lover (laughs) and with Leah responding no no that's that's not what it I mean it doesn't even sound positive so no it's not it's not a positive thing so I thought that was really great Dorinda being super vulnerable about her being scared every day 
thing about Dorinda. So she, in my opinion, is like the mother of the group, right? Because Bethany's not on there anymore. So Dorinda's like the mother of the group to me. However, you give her some booze and she gets a little drunk. She will like cut your throat. She won't even care. And then the next day she won't really remember. And then she'll apologize, all that kind of stuff. But she's dealing with a lot right now. Her Berkshire's home, Bluestone Manor is flooded. So she has to deal with all that shit. Mind you, yes, she's dating John, But she's basically been on her own since her husband died, Richard. And that was like, what, maybe 10, 12? I don't even know how long ago it was. She's so used to being independent that she is just so overwhelmed by this. And I feel really bad for her. So Dorinda, heart goes out to you. We love you. So yeah, the women go to the millionaire's house. Let's talk about that experience. What, uh, first of all, what were your thoughts of the guy who owned the house? Joe Farrell. <laughs> yeah, tell me, what did you think, Shelly? I had. I don't even know what to think. I know. I saw him and I'm like, like Ewey, <laughs> you. I know. It's literally, it's just sugar daddy. Definition of a sugar daddy, yes, you know? Yes. But it, to me, it was just funny how Romona was kind of flirting with him the entire time. And she was kind of showing off the idea that she does have all these fancy friends and her fancy friend has this fancy mansion and fancy this, fancy that and yes. everything. Um, and then the the funny part that got to me was when Sonia was like, you don't have gin? Like, this is a $30 million house and you don't have gin? <laughs> yes oh my god that literally took me back to the first episode when we watched that together when Sonia was talking about to Luann from last year she's like the real misdemeanor was that Luann didn't bring us the truffle fries like what was that misdemeanor the house the 39.9 million dollar house did not have gin for Sonia Morgan misdemeanor 100 percent but yes I wrote that down too because I thought it was so hilarious exactly also in my mind you know sometimes people are like especially with guys darvel obviously this does not pertain to you whatsoever but you know how some people are like if a guy is short and if he's like doing something like elaborate and showing off in all these different ways it's because they're like overcompensating for something that they may not have if you know what I'm saying Mm -hmm. that's my thought with this Joe Farrell guy but I don't know I guess we could ask Ramona or Bethany or Tinsley, even though Tinsley only went out with him once. And I don't think Bethany slept with the guy either. But I know that Sonia probably would because she's killer. And she- Sonia was like to Joe at, during that one season or not season, that one part when they're in the basement where she was like, oh, my God, this house just made you so hot. Right. Right. And, yes. <laughs> so and then, or- yes. And then when they were talking about the discussion of the trophy wife. But we'll get to that in a second. But Emily, what were your thoughts on um, Joe? The same thing with the basement, yeah. but like when Ramona was going up in the chair, and they're like, You ready, baby? And oh it's just god. like, Oh my god. <laughs> and literally, yeah. like the way she said it was so sexual. I know. It was kind of uncomfortable. Right. I don't know. But yeah, I think no offense to him, but I do think he's overcompensating for something. Also, the house seems so sterile for right? what it kind of was made of. yeah yeah like no one's there no one touches anything yeah it's just like weirdly enough the basement's like he's single right is he married he's i don't think married, he's married right? it's i mean it no, no i think he has kids because whenever ramona was doing her little twirly th- 
squirrely thing that Emily was just talking about where that half pipe was. He's like, yeah, the kids mm-hmm. can come here. So I don't yeah. know how old his kids are. But here's my thing. If you have all that type of money and you're not even married and if it's just you, why why buy that big ass house? Like right. just to have it makes no sense you to go. me. Investment. Yeah, so I don't, yeah, I don't know, but um, it's really ego to me. Like, I think it's a big ego thing, you know, because the power trip. Everybody want to be on a power trip. Mm-hmm. Yeah, to show, you know, I'm saying that they got their stuff together, and when you got, it's kind of. I think it would be the same thing if he was just a thousand there rather than a multimillionaire. Right, right, right. If he had thousands of thousands of dollars. He would still overcompensate because you know it's all about this gimmick of I feel, you know, power. Maybe, like I'm better than you. Yeah, like I, I feel like I feel less like i could stick my chest out right. when i don't have tangible things to show off like it's like show and tell like hey look at this right look at that i can talk about this and talk about that so you need it's like you want people to have a trigger sure. to impress them right with, you know what i'm saying but right given having any depth to yourself that's actually able to be triggering right you know? now let's let's transition a little bit about um because some of these housewives they say the most hilarious things that i want to use in my everyday life because it's just good as gold sheena shea emily you know what i'm talking about um yeah. now okay i thought this was hilarious whenever ramona was talking about the dollar amount of what the house was worth <laughs> and sonia was like of course, she was like drunk AF here. And she's like, well, you, you are putting your attitude at that 39.9 million. You need to come back to 8 million attitude and you need to be at my level. I thought that was hilarious because that's literally what Sonia does all the time. Whenever she's drunk, she just all, says all that stuff. And she just feels like whenever Ramona's with other girlfriends and other people that are not the housewives, she just puts on her like, I want to be a social climber gal persona in front of these other people. And Sonia's like, look, bitch, I know who you are in real life. Like, don't be acting like that with everyone else. Like, be real with all of us. And especially these people, because they don't even know you or care about you. She just wants Ramona to keep it real. But what else stood out to you guys that you think is worth mentioning during this ridiculous, heartfelt, emotional everything episode? One thing that I've kind of felt a little bit of a, a put on the heartstrings was when Luann, I think that's her name. Yeah. She got there and she was ex- talking about that experience of being the only person that's not drinking there. Her feeling the pressure, yeah. even though it was no pressure, because there's no point where you see somebody say, go grab a drink, do this or that. It's like, it's not a thing, but you see on a consciousness level, like right. it really dealt with her and triggered her to go and have a drink. Now, hopefully she didn't go and do too much with it, consider her situation, but right. I think that's very you know, um, common for a lot of people yeah. uh, to be in a space where, you know, you kind of don't, even if it's not your speed, what's going on. Right. If you're there long enough, you get to a point where you kind of feel out of place. So now I sympathize more for people because I kind of think of that in that way. Because there's days like, even though I do drink here and there, it's like yeah. there's days where I don't want to have a drink, but of course. it's easy Peer to feel provoked thing, for sure. and encouraged to do that when everybody's around you doing it, even if they're not meaning to give off that energy. Exactly. It's like no other option because we didn't even really see anything else at the bars in terms of drinks so right. you could assume that they may not even had yeah non-alcoholic beverages besides maybe like the chasers yeah Ooh, that's good that's mm-hmm. good pulled the heartstrings uh shelly what about you anything uh other than the gin misdemeanor thing what else stood out to you um 
I guess for me was when probably when Sonia just kind of called Leah out about how she was saying behind Leah's back, oh, she's a classy girl, but she doesn't look classy. Like, Shane! She's the new friend, Shane! you know? She's the new friend of the group, and you're just going to call her out on that? Like, I get that you guys haven't known each other for a while, but, like, what like what makes you think that's okay to, to say that, sure. right? And sh- sh- here's um, the thing, folks. Because Shelly's been on this show before, she knows the shade that's thrown by these housewives. Oh, so yeah. she's picked up that shade that Sonia said, oh, yeah, she's a classy girl, r- rough around the edges. Yeah. The shade <laughs> being thrown. Mm-hmm. Just threw her under the bus, pretty much. But, I mean, honestly, though, like, Sonia's just wild. Like, I literally, so I was taking notes as well when I w- was watching the episode, like I told you. And I love I that. literally wrote, Sonia equals wild. Oh my god. I literally like wanted to pee myself the other day because I found for some odd reason I was going through my own Instagram. (laughs) Narcissistic much. But anyways, I was going through my Instagram and looking at the um, the Believe podcast account because I'm a part of that. And Sonia Morgan liked one of the posts that we put out there. And I was literally I almost peed myself because I was so excited. I am so much closer to getting her phone number than you even realize. It's ridiculous. Shelly, is that your mom? That's my brother. Sorry, I'm What up, brother? (laughs) (laughs) So, okay. I thought this was hilarious. Okay, so do you guys remember the part? Obviously, Sonia was probably drunk the whole episode, but do you remember the part when they're like by the bowling alley and this friend who's not a housewife? Yeah. Do you remember Elise saying to Sonia, you are just an accessory to your husband? Uh Uh Oh, my God. Emily, what were your thoughts Uh on that? It was bad. It was bad. I mean, (laughs) I don't know how else to say it. Uh, It was honestly a bit harsh, especially considering like the situation that they're in. I know this woman is more of like, I do have designer products, but she makes it more about investing. We're obviously like, no offense, Sonia, but she's kind of the opposite. Right. Um, She spreads herself too thin, I think, Sonia. But yeah, I I think that too. Um, Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. I think that was like super harsh, especially we don't know what her marriage was like. Of course. No one does. And she doesn't like really talk about it a whole lot, which would be refreshing if she did talk about it. But I think think it's just like their family that obviously the Morgans come from is huge. Yeah. And honestly, she probably signed some type of NDA or something. She probably had to have. I mean, I I think people are such in her business about that. I mean, do we remember whenever Dorinda was giving her shit for using the Morgan family crest for her line for shoes? It's ridiculous. But I feel like people like to get on Sonia about her marriage because if you really think about it, I guess you could say that she's like the stereotypical woman who's super young and fell in love with this guy, however old he was, whenever they met. He was probably like, what, 70 or something. And she was, what, in her early 30s, if that. Yeah. So, Jesus. I mean, she has that against her. So I think via society and the way that people think when it comes to those types of relationships, but also what Emily said, we don't know what happened in their marriage. We really know nothing about it. And because that dude is a Morgan and he probably did make her sign something. Um, that's why we don't really hear much about her marriage. However, I did love the fact whenever she said to Elise, she's like, you take that back. 
back. I'm going to tell you to go clip, clip, clip. Now, if you guys are not familiar, last a uh, couple seasons ago, that's Dorinda's little thing for saying, shut the fuck up. Say clip, clip. And Sonia did that. She brought it around this season. Uh, Oscar winning performance right there. Divine, divine. Yeah. Loved it. Okay, so I thought it was also interesting too. Oh, I don't even know if you guys saw this, but at the end of the episode, whenever everyone was leaving and Sonia was like, no, I want to stay. I want to stay. And she goes up into this guy's face and he looks at her and says that she's beautiful. (laughs) And then he turns around to the cameraman and he makes this face like, do you guys remember that? I thought that was Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. hilarious. That's like housewife bloopers. I thought it was I laughed so hard when I saw that. I thought it was great. Yeah, and then and then someone I forgot who was like, okay, now come along, like he yeah, that was, that was the way. That was the way. It was so so funny. Okay, <laughs> yeah. so usually I also talk about um, the housewives that are dueling with each other. I like to call it dueling divas. So um, out of the three of you, which housewife housewives are at like head to head fights with each other ish? Sorry, sorry. It's like. <laughs> Tinsley and Dorinda for sure, but also Luann and Ramona. Yeah. Yes, I yes. was going to say Luann and the Ramona basement. because of the whole basement yeah, just situation. Like the tip of where they're about to get, and I think it's about to get like a whole lot worse between especially those two, mm-hmm. Tinsley and um, Dorinda, and then Luann and Ramona. So do you think Luann is overreacting about her room assignment, if you will? Obviously. Like, yeah, it was. They went down there. I was like, "That place looks spotless." Obviously, we can't smell it. I wish we could. Apparently, it smells like, like dog pee pee. Right? <laughs> yeah. So I don't know. Wait, but like, I can also see how, what she meant by when she was like, "I feel secluded," because it honestly was kind of dark and kind of just like its own island. And sure, it has like a TV and it, you know, a, a bathroom TV that didn't your work. Bedroom. Oh, I didn't get I didn't catch that part. But yeah, just the whole vibe. It's, you know, it's underground. It's not like a walk in basement where you can have like visible windows and sunlight coming through. It's literally like a dungeon. Right. If you That's will. very true. She could so. have asked to like bunk with someone else, though, because I've done that before. Yeah. You know, I think the problem like, hey, with Luann, because she's so used to being the countess. I don't even know where her ex-husband is from, but he was a count. I can't remember what country, but whichever. So she was like some type of royalty or whatever. And I think because she's so used to that type of treatment, that's why I think that she wouldn't ask something like that. She would just expect you as her friend to do that for her. You know what I mean? Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, that's good. All right. So yeah, I would say... Listen, guys, so now let's move and talk a little bit about the shade. Shelly, you've you've thrown a couple things out with the whole uh, gin in the rich dude's house. Mm -hmm. The whole Leah, she's rough around the edges. She's classy, but she doesn't look classy. I actually thought that was really funny. I thought the shade, uh, mm-hmm. Sonia throwing a little bit of shade to Dorinda whenever she's supposed to be vulnerable and she's supposed to be saying, you know, about her life and she's talking about curtains and all this shit that we don't understand. But she says that she lost her shit on Ramona the way that Dorinda loses her shit every 15 minutes. Totes true. And even Dorinda said that was true. <laughs> so at least we know that Dorinda can make fun of herself and 
she's a little bit more self-aware than some others like Ramona. Um, But that's what makes for a great show. So that's great. Now let's take a quick pause to hear from one of our sponsors. Um, yeah, any, any shade that you guys thought of that is worth talking about? I have a few others, but I just want to get into your brains. How about that exit text? Luann's exit text. Text. Yeah. Oh my God. Goodbye from the lower level. It was great. (laughs) Like she just up and disappeared. She was just like, no, I'm out. Like, bye. Like, Jesus. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. I think that was the last five minutes that Darvell didn't. Oh, oh, well, here's the thing. Okay, Darvell, let me ask you because you're not 100% like super familiar with the shows, but you're a good sport and you're helping your girl out. Thank you so much. (laughs) Love you. Owe you for everything. Yes. But what are your thoughts on the franchise that you've seen with the episodes that you've seen? Like, tell me from a guy's perspective, your thoughts on um, on this whole experience. Um, I think it might sound bad a little no, bit. No, just let it I out, think honey. they all act like immature for their ages. Ooh. Like a lot of them seem to be acting like they're 20 and 30. And it's mm. like to find out that they're actually like 50, 40s, 50s, 60s, maybe, you know, like it's really uh, ironic to see that there's, there's these grown women that are willing to go on reality TV shows right. and like, do this. Because right. I'm so used to, you know, the real world and, you know, Flavor of Love and all these other shows like that. Like, th- that was my era of reality when I was really doing it, like dating shows. And stuff yes. Oh, my God. Flavor of you know? Love. That um, was amazing. Him in New York. Oh, yeah. So stuff like that is what I will watch. Yeah. Um, and so, like, I get the gist of reality TV, and I, I think I may have seen, like, an episode or two of Jersey Shore and stuff. So so I got the idea of, like, you're supposed to be loud and extra and over the top, but it's like, I think that only can work. At For least it, to people? me, it, it, yeah, <laughs> not that it's not, I think you just would assume that somebody at that age yeah. would be a little more, you know, tame. Put together. You know, yeah, 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 like, level-headed in a way, but it seems that a lot of them just kind of do what they want to do, but yeah. granted... They're wealthy. Now, I wonder how they would act if they weren't. Who is your favorite um, housewife from the uh, the New York episodes that you've seen? Which one stood out to you the most? Um, I'm trying to think. I think I think it'll maybe be a tie between the Dorinda uh-huh. lady and the Sonya one. Sonya, because she's kind of like comic relief. She's so oh over my, the top. It doesn't, yes, you know. Yes. Um, but then Dorinda, because she kind of has this look like she's always ready to like find something to complain about or to like call yes. out. So, yeah, I love that. that's what I picked I up. I love that. Shelly, what about you? Who's your uh, New York fave? I know you said Melissa for your Jersey gal. Who's mm-hmm. your NYC gal pal? Ooh, I think I think I'm going to say. Ah, uh, that's hard. Maybe Dorinda. Dorinda! Um, only because I felt like the last five minutes of this week's episode, she really showcased her maturity level with the whole voicemail recording, helping Ramona do that and kind of helping her get her friend back, right. getting Luann back to the house. Right. But that that's one snippet of a moment where Dorinda was actually sane, you know, mm-hmm. and had clarity in her mind and was just like, yeah. do this, like, get her back, you know, everything's gonna be okay. And I was like, wow, like, she kind of acts mature and is like, the motherly figure that that's right, that's right. <laughs> you know, a lot of those people need. Okay, so, interesting. Yeah, Love it. Emily, who's your uh, NYC gal pal? Uh it's kind of a tie between two right now. So for sure, Dorinda, I do love Dorinda. Yes. She 
really does hold her own, obviously. She has the best lines. Oh, obviously. Yes. Yeah. Yes. All the time. <laughs> but also kind of liking Leia because she's like new in the group. She's holding her own and she's just like, especially about the tattoo mm-hmm. thing, but also because like I have tattoos. I'm just like, get the fuck over it. Right. And I love how she's just like, I'm getting it removed. Right. Stop with the tramp stamp thing. She said it once and it took off. But, I get that. Yeah. But she also, like, her tramp stamp is her name, Leah. Yeah, that's weird. I yeah, I was going to say, like, you don't have a tattoo of Emily on your body, do you? No. Oh, no. my God. If you would have said yes, <laughs> I would have felt like shit. <laughs> <laughs> Can you imagine? I was waiting for Emily to say yes. I'm not going to edit that out because that's good shit. Um, Sorry to disappoint. No. <laughs> no, but I love that she's, like, holding her own. And I love that she's standing up for herself and not mm-hmm. getting into these sticky situations, especially when they were sitting at the dining table in that kitchen yeah. at the mansion. And she was just kind of, like, laughing with everything and not really getting into it yet right right so so far i like her okay oh those are wonderful answers i love that okay so some of the shade that i want to throw a little bit with my little segment here i thought it was interesting that some of the girls said that luann's floral dress which i thought that was very very pretty uh ramona said that it belonged either in nantucket or atlanta georgia and it doesn't belong in the hamptons first of all the dress was really pretty one Two, I'm pretty sure that the Atlanta housewives would think that dress is amazing, but they also don't wear as much floral as Ramona is thinking. So I'm like, Nini, come down here, put Ramona in her place and like tell her it fits in the Hamptons. Like, come on, shade thrown. Mm-hmm. But the sweater really didn't go with it. <laughs> Just say. <laughs> I'm just saying. Okay, that's fair. That's fair. Sweater didn't go. Sweater didn't go. <laughs> Sweater didn't go. Jean jacket would have been better. Jean jacket all the way. Um, I also thought it was interesting that when Ramona was saying in her little confessional, Ramona said that she needs to stoop to a lower level whenever she's with Sonia, whereas her other friends, she elevates herself. That's some definite shade, and I don't even think think that she knows literally what came out of her mouth but it literally sounded to me that she was basically saying that Sonia's beneath her and Ramona's above her that's messed up to me yeah I just took it as she's you know a flip-flopper you know what I'm saying like she's she's not like we haven't really seen her as a genuine person because if she can be ritzy with the rich and you know down and understanding with the I guess more level-headed and uh everyday type folks then like who are you really i'm so excited that you just said that and this is oh this is why people i am obsessed with bravo they do it right all the time darvell hasn't really watched many episodes of the housewives and he already knows the character of the ramona coaster she is a flip-flopper and he's bravo bravo because you're tickling my heart and everything in my body and this is why bravo is amazing (laughs) that's all i'm saying it's so so good okay some quotes that i want to talk about real quickly i thought this This is my quote of the week because I do quote of the week. Um, So my quote of the week, obviously, was when Sonia was super sloshed and she was saying, take that back. I'm not, you know, I'm not a a trophy wife. And she says, this is so awkward, too. I don't even know what it means. She says, I am not arm candy. I don't shave my pussy. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, that was a hilarious moment. (laughs) 
even know. I don't know what that means. Yeah. But I thought it was so hilarious. The other thing that she said, too, at the at the winery when she was, like, talking about curtains and whatever and whatever, she slips in. She's like, yeah, and then you die, and then you catch some dick on the way. I'm like, Sonia, you're literally insane. I don't even know what, like, <sighs> She's a gift from God, Sonia. That's all I have to say. She is a gift. She got no filter. Ugh, I love everything about her. Yeah, so guys, now, um, anything else that just came out to your, like, okay, well, first of all, I don't know if you guys saw what's up to come for next week, but it looks like it's going to be a shit show, and I'm so excited, and I already, already know the quote of the week. But I don't want to talk about it just yet because I know that it's hilarious. But Ramona has some sort of party that we're going to be looking forward to for next week. She has a crap ton of people there. They trash her place morning after. She's like, oh, my God, this is like my house. Like, oh, my God, I don't know what to do. (laughs) I'm so excited for that. Let's go to a fun thing. Anytime I have someone on my show, I like to ask them what their housewife tagline would be. Now that we have our first guy, we now have a house hubby tagline. You guys, what would your taglines be, roughly? Because I know that I just spewed that on you now. (laughs) Well, Darvell, obviously you would do something with music, you know? Darvell, by the way, people, he is an amazing singer, songwriter, producer. Like, he's everything. He's like triple threat and he's an engineer too like he will tear your shit up thank you thank you for that uh yeah you know i, I love music you can follow me at sane.levrad that's s-a-i-n dot l-e-v-r-a-d on instagram and pretty much all the social media follow my facebook page at sane levrad once again that's s-a-i-n L-E-V-R-A-D, uh, multi-genre artist, singer-songwriter, like like Kim was saying, producer, and, you know, I kind of do a little bit of everything. I, I've been really uh, excited about new material I've been doing and working on, got some new singles dropping Ooh. pretty much every month, starting in May, so beginning of May, beginning of June, beginning of July. Well, you just dropped your album out. Yeah, and I also dropped my album, Insane, debut album dropped last year, September 2020, yes. uh, September 22nd. 2019 so check that out on all streaming platforms you can hear it and listen and uh let me know what your favorite facts are Hit me up my DMs we should something. we should create uh, a tagline for him with all the stuff that he just said uh singer songwriter artist badass hit me in the dms uh ladies help me out hit me in the dms like how i don't know do girls fight like how whoever hits whoever i don't know i usually don't hit people up in the dms if i do it's like with my friends and i'm not trying to like yeah wait wait hit hit him in the dms just like how um who who is alcoholic luann i feel like all of them are (laughs) she said all of them Wait, oh wait, okay, wait, okay, I got this. Hit Darvell in the DMs the way Sonia hits her alcohol. Ooh. Boom, okay. my drop. Intr- oh, so creative. Okay, this is fun. 
How about let's create one for Shelly now. Shelly, tell them how they can uh, follow you and all the stuff that you're doing. Well, I make covers on YouTube mm-hmm. and my YouTube channel name is Mifaso Shelly. That's M-I-F-A-S-O-S-H-E-L-L-Y. Go ahead and subscribe to my channel. Yes. Um, and then you can follow me on Instagram at Shelly Ann Lou, S-H-E-L-L-Y-A-N-N-L-I-U. Love it. So guys, let's let's make up a tagline for Shelly. Um, I may be little, but I'm still the princess, Ooh, but I'm still the princess. I may be little, but I'm, I'm a princess to you. Princess Shelly. I'm still the princess. Okay. Okay. (laughs) Lovely. How do, how do you, how do you like that Shelly? Are you, do you approve? I approve. All right. Now, Emily, tell us she is an amazing chef. Her and her fiance, they have their own cooking type stuff. Tell them a little bit about what you guys are doing. She's also an engineer. She's like kick ass. Everyone's doing everything here. I'm surrounded by amazing people that do amazing shit. So you should follow them because they're awesome. So tell us what you're doing. Yeah. So pretty much it's called Mirepoix Gangster Kitchens. We are a private fine dining business that will bring coursed out menus that are Michelin quality into your own home. You can follow us on Instagram, pretty much anything really, at Mirepoix GK. It's M-I-R-E-P-O-I-X-G-K. And then both of our personal accounts are listed in the bio, so... I mean, you can follow what we're doing individually. You can follow what we're doing as a whole. We try to keep everything up to date. As of recent, we've been doing some recipes. Yeah. So that's kind of fun. Um, Keeps it going during this crazy time. But Love it. That's right. That's right. Awesome. All right, guys. We need to think of a tagline for Emily. What would it be? Um... Dining and whining with the bitch. (laughs) (laughs) So true, though. (laughs) Um, Look at me. And cooking beets. Ooh, Ooh, look at me. I, yeah, I can dig it. I love that. What do you? Is that is that stamp of approval there, Emily? That's a good one. I, I like love that one. it. Yes, that should be like now with the taglines that we have all created for each other. We should literally, you guys should put that in your like Instagram bio at the top by the little circle of your face. The way that I just said that sounded so stupid. Um, but anyways, so yeah, okay. So now, guys, just to wrap it up, what are you guys gonna do for the rest of the time during the quarantine? Like, how are you guys staying sane? Definitely Zooming or, you know, FaceTiming close friends and family. It's helped. And being on my podcast. Exactly. I mean, (laughs) that's the way to go. Yeah. What about you guys? Yeah, for me, just working on lots of creative stuff, constantly writing and producing new songs and music, kind of just taking advantage of the free time that I have to just create, looking at lots of different interviews and documentaries and stuff to kind of get a lot more knowledge in my brain. Love it. uh, About the stuff that I kind of am most interested in or don't have time in my leisure to investigate. And then tomorrow, actually, I'll be doing a quarantine performance on Instagram Live. So if you follow me on Instagram, by the time you see this, you won't be able to see it live. But you can go back on Instagram yeah. or any of my channels that I stated and check it out. That is a great idea. Do that. Follow his stuff on Instagram Live. That's sane.lebrae. Yes. Love it. <laughs> okay. Yeah. Emily, how are you keeping sane? Oh, man. Um, eating a bunch of <laughs> Eating my life away. Same here. Uh, <laughs> no, but yeah, just doing a lot of social media stuff, preparing for it for when we're out of this. Mm-hmm. 
reading a lot of books. Ooh. A good one right now is called, um, actually right next to me, really, really good is a Reese Witherspoon book, The Essex Serpent. You're so studious. Yeah, it's on. It's like this ghost story mixed with actual history and things like that. So far, it's been really great. I'm like halfway through. So, Ooh, I yeah. love that. That's so nice. Yeah. Guys, I have the coolest friends ever because they are doing some intellectual, creative, super productive stuff. And then you have this bitch right here, moi, binging the Bravo Network Honey. Okay. So my friends inspire me. I'm going to try to do better as well with watching the Bravo Network. I will also be reading more books. I will also be doing more music. I will be doing all of that stuff. So thank you guys so much for inspiring me to be better because you guys are awesome. And I would like to just say that I am so happy that you guys took your time today to come on my show, and I'm really, really grateful. So thank you guys so much for coming. You're very welcome. Happy to have you. the Vigeons, you know. Yes, we are the Vigeons. Okay, let's tell these people what the hell, who are the Vigeons? How did this start? This was at school here, people. The Vigeons was founded in 2019. <laughs> in the, yes. what was the studio number? In the soundstage. Lewis 109, I think. Yes. Yeah, Lewis 109. Yes. Yep. Yes. It is so funny, too. Real quick. Obviously, uh, this might be off the record, but I'm probably putting it in because it's fun and I can do whatever I want. Um, So I remember, mind you people, I'm also probably 10 years older than my friends, okay? because I'm old as fuck. Um, But anyways, I was there. We had to do this assignment for our audio engineering class and we had to like partner up or whatever. And my old ass here, because I didn't know anyone, I think I went up to Shelly or Emily. Who's calling who? Sorry. I love that. That's so that was good. Sonia. Okay. Oh my God. Sonia. Sonia, Sonia Morgan was calling. Okay. Sonia, was Sonia. Morgan was calling. Um, calling. But yeah, we were in class. And I think I went up to either, I think it was you, Emily, actually, wasn't it? Or was it Shelly? It was Emily because I originally was just going to record with Emily and Darbell. Right. You know? right. But then I, I didn't want to feel left out. So I yeah, invited and then Emily myself. came up to me and was yeah. like, hey, is it OK if Kim joins? And I was like, who's the bitch? Yeah. Who's Kim? <laughs> <laughs> That's when she, she thinks she, she is. She didn't Come know. and rain on my group. Oh, my <laughs> God. Did I rain on their parade? And then we got the Vijans. OK, yep. the Vijans. We should have our own Instagram, by the way, like the four of us. Like, we'll have to finally just, determine how to spell yes, it. Yes, yes. yes. Look at this. Darbell's getting all these text messages and phone calls. Hollywood's already calling him. They want him back. Ellie's <laughs> calling him back. OK, <laughs> follow his ass on Instagram. People check out his music. My goodness. Okay. Um, But yeah. OK, well, guys, thank you again so much. Darvell Jones, Emily Acuna, Shelly Lou. I love all of you guys. You guys are great. Thank you so much, Darvell, for sticking it out and watching a few episodes to be on this podcast. You're a trooper. And I'm proud to say that you were my first guy guest. So, yeah. Making history. All righty, guys. Thank you so much. Thank y'all. Y'all have a great weekend. Live it up. Have fun. Be safe. Be safe. Take care. Bye. Bye. Bye.
So that was just a divine time with my NU pals, okay? They are so talented, so, so loving and loyal, just really good-ass people. So as I said before, and as they said, follow them on Instagram, follow them on Facebook, drop them a line, drop them a letter, give them a call. If not, just DM their ass, okay? Thank you guys so much for listening. I am having so much fun all the time that I get to do this every single week. I hope this is giving you a little bit of joy with all this crazy stuff going on. Obviously, the news is always saying something that's not the happiest thing to hear about. So I like to bring a little bit of joy, humor. I don't even know if I'm doing that, but hopefully I am. I get a kick out of it. Um, so I hope you're enjoying it too. Uh, excited to talk to you guys next week. Subscribe, tell your friends, tell your family, tell their families to tell their families, etc., etc. Check us out wherever you get your audio podcasts and please tell your friends. Look us up, Believe Podcast on Instagram, believe.com. Drop a line. Let's have a discussion on Instagram. Let's connect. I can't wait to talk to you guys. See you guys next week. Thank you for listening to Believe. You can show support to your host by subscribing to the show and giving us a five-star rating on your preferred platform. Check us out at Believe.com and search for B-L-E-A-V on YouTube.